Welcome to Side Character Quest. This is your faithful DM, Ty, not going off of any sort of script or anything like that. Just kind of dancing around, just kind of having a good, 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 good old grand old time. Uh, how you doing? How you doing, uh, person? Uh, hey, oh, pal of mine. What's going on? What's up, Ty? <laughs> uh, I like the contrast of our energies right now. Uh, <laughs> I got to bring it down. Got to bring it down. It's a little too excited for me. My name's Jeff Richardson. I uh, host and produce three podcasts, and I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, we will uh, probably plug those podcasts um, at the end, and I'll definitely, I'll definitely link to them in the episode description. Um, so, Hell yeah! So look out. The one I, I mean, I love all my shows, but I really would love for people to find the War for the Tower. Yeah, it's it's set in the world of Stephen King's Dark Tower. It's super fun. It's an actual play. Check it out. Check it out, guys. Um, so uh, speaking of actual play and stuff like that, um, tell me a little bit about your experience with uh, with Dungeons and Dragons, with uh, tabletop RPGs, all of that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm 42, and I found Dungeons and Dragons at like 12, I think. My brother came home with the the advanced Dungeons and Dragons monster manual, mm-hmm. and then we got a module, the Isle of Death. But I still don't think we had all the gear. Maybe we had the red box, but uh, yeah. But turns out Isle of Death is like a ninth level, <laughs> or it's like a fifth level, but four party members and I was like trying to run my brother through it solo <laughs> it was weird too because I was 12 and he was 15 and I was the dungeon master mm-hmm. because you, you had that that Man. 12 year old energy of just like I'm just gonna read all these rules oh so excited yes and I did so yeah man <laughs> anyway uh, I I was dungeon master pretty much every game I played and every type of game Cyberpunk 2020 and Steve Jackson games Car Wars yeah. uh, Marvel superheroes and then uh, I took a like a long break yeah and then I got back into it by starting my podcast so nice so uh, listeners um, Jeff is actually the first person that I did not know who sent me a message saying that they had listened to this show and saying that like ah it's cool uh so that was <laughs> that was like such a, a validating experience like just hearing somebody like someone someone has has heard I this mean, i mean spoilers but like there were skeleton people and they weren't <laughs> evil it was so rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to say something. I very much appreciate it. Yeah, it was. It was it's been a very. This has been a, a, a fun time, and uh, Jeff's very good at fostering fostering community, um, and I appreciate that. Good on you, man. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I've been really blessed to the Facebook groups. Turns out are the least shitty thing on the internet. I know. I think. Everybody's so supportive. I'm sorry for anybody out here who has had a very different experience with their Facebook groups, but all the ones I'm on are so nice. And I blame it on the McElroy brothers. Yeah. They just fostered the, a sense of 
of love and respect and openness to, to new cultures and new ideas. And uh, it's just filtered through all their many tentacles throughout the internet. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, what Jeff is referring to here is the Facebook group that we, uh, I believe it's the one that we first came into contact with each other on, uh, was a Facebook group specifically for my brother, my brother and me listeners who are also podcasters. Um, yes. So, yeah, everybody there. McElroy influenced. So we generally share a, a sensibility, uh, and I think it's almost down to like the rules of the Facebook. I think group. so. Like, yeah, don't yeah. be shitty, basically. Yeah, be cool. Midnight amendments. Yeah, the midnight amendments. Holla. These are ho- wait, holla? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yaller! There we go. <laughs> Very good. New phrase, trademark Jeff Richardson. Perfect. But yeah, so tell me uh, a little bit just about the. Um, build. Uh, you don't have to go into like the details of like what feats you chose, that sort of stuff. But tell me a little bit about the character you have. Like, what's their class, level, uh, species, cool. that sort of stuff. So, uh, Amar Pardima is a. Uh, he's like a former soldier turned holy kind of crusader type, but not in the sh- shitty, you know, like attack villagers kind of stuff but yeah. uh, more like more like he's a lay preacher he goes to small towns where they don't have their own priest and uh, he preaches the good word and but he's also a trained soldier so he'll step in if somebody needs uh, you know a sword yeah or a lance or a morning star it's been established that um, the followers of Lumen uh, which uh, Amar is the followers of Lumen sort of serve as an auxiliary medical force slash also uh, police force slash whatever like they they fill up a lot of roles in this in this world um, and just you know help out different folks so it would make sense that you would have like a a sort of soldier background uh, because so a lot of towns don't have somebody that can take care of themselves and take care of the town um, if there's some sort of outward threat yeah but I was I was uh, I was just an enlisted guy I don't, I'm not a lordling yeah. you know so not like not like some people I'm not all stuffy and fancy and castle bred yeah yeah exactly I think my dad was a blacksmith. Okay, I dig it. Uh, so what what's the um, class uh, that you ended up choosing? I'm a second level fighter and a third level paladin. So I've been paladining a little longer than I've been straight fighting. Yeah, uh, which is which is uh, nice. I don't think we've ever had a, any sort of multi class on the show before. So we're we're branching out. We're expanding. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> hell hell yaller. Yaller. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, man. Um, so last thing before we actually get into the show proper, uh, I like to give every player a um, when they come on the show uh, a little boon because you're a level five character. So you should have dele- uh, collected some sort of magical item at some point in the past. Um, so check your uh, check your messenger thing in a moment. I'm going to send you some stuff. And I want you to choose one of the ones that I I list. And then I want you to describe to me how you got it. And feel free to ask me any questions that you have about the items. Let's see here. Yeah, I've got to go with the quill of the calligrapher. Nice. I was not expecting you to choose that one. Uh, It will copy or write down from dictation up to three pages of text per day. Yes. 
which uh, could be potentially very useful for a uh, holy man. Yeah, and it it's a way to for me to make my reading comprehension better. <laughs> nice, because because you know I'm just a lay preacher. I don't I don't read all the sacred texts or whatever, so I can like say some stuff that I remember mm-hmm. and then read it. Yeah, nice. I'm teaching myself how to read. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Light dances across St. Simone's Island, a small town off the coast of the Salton Sea. A warm breeze rustles the periwinkle snails climbing up Spartinus. Dozens of thumb-sized crabs scuttle over the sand, and a small rowboat rocks against the docks. On the water's edge, a man stands, looking over the waves, and looking decidedly out of place. He turns and walks to the post. Tell me a little bit about what, what we see. Like, how are you you dressed right now? Uh, Amar wears a pretty ragged, dark green cloak with a hood. Um, if he's standing by the water, taken in the scene, uh, he'd have his uh, his hood off and his uh, his luxurious blonde wavy hair is kind of blowing in the wind, and his uh, his well his you know, it's kind of a bushy, but like well-trimmed yellow and white beard. And uh, he's just kind of ruggedly looking out over the water. Uh, he's got breeches that were yellow, boots that are brown, but look almost black, like he's been in the mud for a while. And a, a crusty brown tunic and a tabard with, uh, with the emblems of lumen on it. It's white and green and with yellow writing. Nice. And, uh, and then he also has the symbol of Lumen on his shield. On my character sheet, I had two weapon fighting. I meant for it to be shield. That's Sword acceptable. shield. By the way, I was going to have you walking to the post uh, before I knew that you worked uh, <laughs> at the post office. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. Um, I have a sack full of letters. <laughs> Oh, that is one service that I actually, the quill comes in handy, right? Because I can send messages from town to town. I'm totally, yeah, totally. And I, I, I bring food and like, yeah. Okay. Um, so as you walked or, or rather, actually, let me back up. Um, do you have your, do you have a horse with you? Do you have a steed or anything like that? I do. I have the fine steed spell. Okay. And so I've, I, if my horse ever gets too tired or or I have to leave it somewhere, I'll call another one. Okay. And this this particular one is, you know, that kind of blonde horse. Yeah. Like a big a big strong uh running across the prairie horse with like a whitish gold mane and and uh brown eyes with like metallic green flecks and a big beautiful tail. I have like pads and saddlebags, a lance, a couple javelins, a war horn, and uh, like uh, whatever that barding is. I think yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, blank, yeah, the outside blanket mm-hmm. is is again like lumen related. 
Um, I want the listener to know that I did not break out any. Um, I did not edit out any gaps. He just had that. He just had that. Like just just ready, which is great. <laughs> um, so as you uh, are, are you right? Are you mounting your horse and like riding back, or are you just like walking back? Uh, do you have your horse with you right now? Uh, it depends. Are there people near? Is it like? anybody walking around or whatever because then I'd like get off the horse and say hi uh, there's nobody walking around over here you're in a, a fairly um, the place you're heading to you are heading towards the town proper uh, where you are right now is uh, pretty pretty empty cool so I'll hop up on old Daisy May and uh, I'll trot on down the road as you ride uh, you think about uh, the letter that's in your pocket um, it has a, you remember that it had a uh, sunburst sigil on it, um, and it was signed by the uh, high priest, Lord Frederick. Is this guy an honorary lord, or is he like full on have lands and knights and stuff? Uh, he, he has, well, he had an, a knight, uh, and he does have some lands, um, but but he is, uh, he is both the, the, the priest and he is a, a, Political, financial, economic lord. Both of those things. Mm, it sounds almost like a, a Templar. Yeah. A crusader, moneylender type. Kind, kind of that thing. Yeah, yeah. So he, the letter said, Loyal acolytes, priests and reverends, bearers of light, servants of Lumen. First, I would like to thank you for all of your efforts. Whether it be doing research at Congress Monastery, aiding with quake repair efforts, or simply providing a healing word to farmers along the Saginaw, all of you have been essential in shining Lumen's light on this world. But shadows approach. I am certain by now you've heard tell of dark magic near the pines. There, on the edge of our influence, a strike has been made against the light. If we are to keep the people safe, we must establish torches in the night. To this end, I have tasked each of you with special ministry work. The bitter colds of Mount Rena's peaks, the savage waters of the Salton Sea, the forbidding wilderness of the pines. These await you. Your instructions are enclosed. So when you got this letter, um, you were uh, out at the doing your previous work, your previous assignment, um, at a mountain range uh, sort of northwest of Cirque called the Three Brothers. Um, tell me a little bit about what you used to do there. Okay, so working in the mountains is a whole lot different than working on the water uh, because people, there's fewer of them, they're scattered all over the place, there's these narrow trails, like sometimes you even have to like tie up your horse to get to somebody's house and and so I'd bring staples, I'd, I'd bring letters, I'd uh, pray with them, but like also you'd send messages ahead so that they'd all gather mm. at the same little village. And um, I would even adjudicate cases between, you know, people that's not like, like I wouldn't behead anyone, but it would be like little things, you know, that they wouldn't want to bring the Lord out for you'd, you'd uh, apply a little bit of uh, authority to to some sort uh -huh. of discussion, um, maybe marriages and, and theft cases, that sort of thing. Like and then I was I was kind of feted by the local 
lesser lords because like they almost never see anyone mm-hmm. important so they'd they'd feed me good and i'd get a shower or whatever nice so um when you got this this message it instructed you to go to uh the town of saint simone's island um which is a, a small coastal island next to on the salton sea you were tasked um with going there and establishing a rapport with the uh with the locals with basically establishing a church, um, a chapel in this on this island um, to be sort of a, a headquarters for Lumen in this place. And a um, uh, little spo- spoiler alert, uh, getting getting that set up. Um, that is your your side quest uh, today. I love it. So uh, you right now are carrying um, your response letter, your sort of letter telling Lord Frederick, um, High Priest Lord Frederick, what your success has been, uh, what has been going on to the post office. We're going to do a quick little flashback, um, and I would like to sort of see what uh, what you've been up to um, for the past couple of weeks while you've been here. Uh, this is basically this is going to be like essentially the stuff that you have written down. Uh, we're going to do a, a series of a few scenes from when you you arrived. Nice. So when you uh, arrived. Wait, wait. Uh, flashback music. Flashback music. Uh, when you uh, rode into town, you had to cross a um, a small bridge. Uh, well, it's pretty a long bridge, but it was it was not. It's not super high. It's just cutting through the marsh, um, going over to this uh, coastal island of Saint Simone's Island, um, and you rode across. Um, you rode through the the forest of uh, of trees with Spanish moss. I guess it wanted to be Spanish moss because Spain doesn't exist here. But Spanish moss um, dripping down from these these trees. Uh, lots of light just dancing through um, as you as you go. Uh, and you were probably expecting something a little bit rougher than what you found, because when you roll up on the the main street of this place, you see. You see tourists, you see rich people, you see businesses, you see you see a meadery, you see a, a novelty store, you see restaurants, you see a museum, you see all of these things. Um, and it, it was not a quite what you expected to find, I'm sure. Um, so tell me what how did you sort of establish yourself in this town uh, when you arrived? Uh, well, uh, I mean, just the letter, like the whole sense of what I'm doing here just makes me angry. The idea that that some dark evil could be creeping through the land, like I want to be on the front line dealing with it. And so... Like, from the moment I came into this place to now, I've, like, rambled up Main Street on my horse and, like, took note of everything. And then another time, I've I've walked the whole length. And I just kind of... I'm I get the sense of the culture, mm-hmm. and I try to match it as best I can, but I don't talk that much... Gotcha. ...more than is necessary. Um, so when you're when you've been uh, walking through the the town, um, like I said before, uh, you were seeing you know all these businesses. Uh, you let me let me describe a little bit about what you see over the, these days as you are just sort of exploring the town and trying to get get a vibe of the culture. You notice a lot of families, 
um, you know, notice uh, most of the people that seem to live here are are human. Um, but you do still see uh, a fair number of tourists that are halflings, um, dwarves uh, down coming down from Mount Rena. You notice people come that uh, have traveled down from Cirque, uh, which is the the big like metropolis city. Mount Rena and Cirque are both of the the biggest cities uh, that you are aware of. You have seen um, the Salton Sea Bee Company, which does mead, honey. Uh, it has an inn, a small inn. Um, you see Salty Sims Locksmithing and Novelties. Um, you see a guy that's just sort of like walking around with like a short, uh, a little gnome guy walking around um, trying to give people kayak tours. Um, you see uh, a what looks like a maybe like a gutted out church that is now a museum, all those sorts of things. You see children playing in the street and you don't see you don't see anything evil. (laughs) Uh, It's got to be like 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 this is not. The place you were before was much more rough and tumble than this. I'm experienced enough to know that it 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 hides and it comes out when you least expect it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I try to get a sense of the people and especially particular folks because I'm trying to find the poorest people and the most uh, the most truly devoted to religion in general or like you know some kind of spiritual beliefs yeah and uh, and because I'm trying to find the oh do I have a contact uh would you have a contact um no uh, but you do know that there is a, a mayor of this town. Um, yeah, there's no there's no established like part of the reason you were sent here is because High Lord Frederick has no one here. Um, there is there is zero influence from Lumen in this location. Like you would know that um, the place that you had been uh, the three brothers uh, mountain range that is like the farthest reach that that Lumen used to have, and that's much closer to Cirque than um, than where you are right now. The, you are you are much more on the edge of the edge of the world. Oh shit, man! This is like the major leagues. Like I've been sent out to break ground, pretty much, and bring these uh, non-believers to the truth. Yeah, yeah. And, and I should this is exciting. I should say um, just just so, uh, you know, I'm probably not going to include this in the thing. There is not a sense among followers of Lumen that he is the one true God. It's more of that. He is a God that has power and that needs to be respected and needs to be and can do lots of good for the world. It, 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 he's Lord Frederick and everybody. Maybe not you. Lord Frederick is cool if other people worship other gods as long as Lumen gets his due and as long as Lumen can continue to have a positive impact on the world, if that makes sense. Right. I imagine that uh, most Lumineers don't... Uh, <laughs> Lumineers! That's so good! Don't, I imagine that most of them don't uh, take on a lot of property Yeah. and like uh, uh, be all flashy with it. Uh, with with uh, with one notable exception, uh, that would be yes. Cool. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, so if you were trying to get a view of like sort of the the religious 
situation here uh you said that that's what you were, were trying to do yeah just just the seekers you know the, the the fertile soil for for a good sermon and i'm also trying to find a little plot of land uh someplace unclaimed by a religious group so i won't be stepping on any toes but just like you know a six foot by six foot place where i can preach yeah um so you you probably let's see how might you would you would you basically just be like looking for a spot on main street or would you um oh i mean location is everything yeah i mean i'm the kind of guy that will kind of give people a smile but i'm not overly emotive until you get to know me and then i'm i'm all uh hugs and stuff but yeah you got to get through the wall so i wait for people to talk to me but i'm like friendly so you uh you're hanging out and um you've been just sort of walking up and down main street you you have done this over over however many um, days, you know, just sort of trying to establish yourself, make sure you are known and roll me a charisma check. I just want to sort of see how good of an impression you've given on the townsfolk um, <laughs> over this past like couple weeks. If I describe it a little, can I get advantage? Yeah. Yes, describe it a little bit. Tell, tell me how okay. you've been trying to give a good impression of yourself. So first I try to find the poorest of the poor, if there's any orphans or widows, uh, if there's any uh, people that seem to have a lot of time on their hands, maybe they're unemployed or uh, have some sort of reason why things aren't all there. Uh, the elderly. Anyway, I try to get one or two people from all those groups mm -hmm. and just start talking to them. You know, if I see them at the breakfast spot or whatever, and if I can borrow somebody's little plot of land or if I can just post up in the park mm -hmm. I'll uh I'll after I've been there six days I'll start preaching the good word gotcha okay okay I got a 15 and a two <laughs> I, my charisma bonus my charisma bonus is plus three nice so 18 total um so with that uh yeah you've you've actually had a, a pretty good um, a pretty good vibe with people. Uh, so after a few days of uh, just sort of walking around and just sort of starting up conversations, um, you're walking around and uh, you end up meeting uh, Kilderkin, who is one of uh, one of the children of uh, Lulu, who runs um, the Salton Sea Bee Company. Um, and she's just kind of um, Kilderkin. She is just a little kid, maybe like eight nine or ten i want to say she's eight and a half cool yeah she's eight and a half she's very specific she is super specific and <laughs> uh and you guys um get a nice little rapport going and uh before long you have a pretty good relationship with uh with all the little the younger kids for lulu so um rundlet uh firkin pin all these these little guys are you know just hanging on your every word uh, and, and hanging out with you. You also, uh, with 18, you you also get a pretty good relationship going with uh, with Salty Sim, um, who runs the local uh, locksmithing and novelty store, who you know uh, is, is a pretty... Uh, they're, they're a goblin, um, by the way, um, and they are just kind of just really, really bored with their job. And um, and you have been a nice distraction for them um, just on their, their daily business. So so you have you've started to get a good, good rapport going with people. Can we do can we do just like the last part of a conversation with Salty Sim? Totally. 
So I, uh, I, uh, I love that Salty Sim's a locksmith and my dad was a blacksmith. <laughs> so I just ask him tons of questions and I watch like, you know, I, I get to know his whole deal. Yeah, so uh, this is what you do. Uh, pretty much everybody around here just wants a replica, like pirate, uh, pirate treasure chest or something. They they just want it. Oh, you click this, you press this, and it pops open. A sale comes out. Oh wow, everybody's so impressed. I I worked for Guildmaster Alton in Cirque. I studied under that man, and now I'm doing this bullshit for these local yokels. I d- cannot stand it. It's terrible. I can't. I cannot stand these people. Salty Sim, it sounds like you haven't yet found your tribe. That's uh, I mean, y- yes. Um, you are definitely correct, sir. This is not uh, not a place that I would. Oh God, customers coming in. Welcome to Salty Sim's locksmithing and novelties. I am salty. I mean. I am Salty Sim. Jesus, these guys. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Ooh, I, I do, like, I put up my hands and I, like, jump back a little with the startled face, like, oh, <laughs> this side of him's scary. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Yeah. We cut away uh, and see you reading over um, your letter to uh, Lord Frederick. Um, you're putting your your final little touches on it, maybe like adding a little bit of uh, this note about Salty Sim um, and how you're you're really getting a good good rapport going. Uh, Then we zoom out um, and see that you are sitting in a uh, post office. Um, There are uh, a couple of workers in here. Um, There's uh, you know, there's a couple horses tied up outside uh, to bring the bring the news far out. There is a a seagull sitting on a desk um, and yeah, it's uh, that's that's uh, that's what you see. Um, there's a seagull on the desk. Yeah, there's a seagull on the desk. There's alive. Yes, um, there are. Oh, go ahead. Hey, that's good. I'm glad it's alive. <laughs> yeah, um, you take your letter, um, fold it up, uh, maybe take out your. I assume you have a sigil of um, of lumen as well to just sort of mark yourself as part of the clergy. Yes. Press in some wax and uh, go over to hand it over to uh, the two people behind the desk. One of them is a woman, looks like she's in her her 40s, blonde hair. She is dressed very professionally. All right, hello, sir. How are you doing today? Are you having a good time? Uh, I see you got yourself a letter there. Um, So will this be going by the normal post or will this be going by by Animal Messenger today? I believe the... Normal post will suit, my lady. Excellent, excellent. Um, I will make sure that this goes out. Uh, it, it, where, where, where will it be headed to? It'll be headed to Cirque, just so you know. Uh, this one is going to the great city of Cirque, my lady. Excellent, excellent. Um, so uh, she she takes um, a few gold pieces. I'm not going to figure out how much. Um, <laughs> she takes a few gold pieces uh, for payment and um, says to you, All right, uh, I will... I will make sure this gets out to them uh, ASAP. It'll probably be um, a couple weeks. Uh, our, our, uh, as as you might know, uh, the travel uh, has been a little bit hectic around here lately. What with the, um, you know, 
all that weird stuff going on in South Bend and on the uh, Pine Forest, all that sort of stuff. Um, it's it's kind of disrupted uh, the normal transport. There was the upside down rain, the uh, the hobgoblin spirit, uh, the the red wine crusader. Yeah, um, she she looks a little like a little puzzled by what you're saying, but she just like nods her head, goes along with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hob hobgoblin. Uh, she looks over at the other person and like sort of leans over. Is like, have you ever seen a hobgoblin before? Have, <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen one? And the other person's just uh, the other person who you see um, is like feeding the seagull a piece of bread. She and is wearing a sort of like multicolored uh, shirt and just has like very like crazy hair with like f- sticks in it and stuff. She says, "Hey, man." I hear all kinds of things. Uh, and then just like turns away <laughs> and, and just ignores you guys. Um, Do I know these women's names? Uh, I imagine you probably would know their names by now. Um, Have I ever used the animal post? Uh, you probably haven't. The animal post is generally so the animal post is generally run by um, it's generally much more expensive. That's uh, what I figured. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, roll me a roll me a quick. I guess roll me a history check. That's a that's a sixteen. Yeah, so you know that um, historically, um, messaging magics are not very reliable. They they just don't really seem to work past a certain distance, and so because of that, people generally rely on normal post. But some people with access to druidic magic uh, have come to selling their animal messenger services at a premium because it's the fastest way to get stuff um, to get a message away unless you have like access to a a sounding stone, which most people uh, do not. Those things are very rare. Have I ever seen one in use? A sounding stone? Yeah, (sighs) probably not. So there's basically there's basically Two, I'll just add this onto your 16 history check. Um, there's basically uh, two major sounding stones, one at Mount Rena, one at Cirque. And there is, you've heard rumors that another one was found in some other town recently, uh, but you haven't, like, if that is true, if there has been another sounding stone found, that other town is going to become a hot spot uh, because, yeah, those are big deals. When people find those like the government runs that shit generally. Yeah. Yeah. The local government of whatever city it's in, like they love that shit. They love it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, the names of these people, blonde woman and multicolored shirt with sticks. Have I ever met this Lord, Lord Frederick or the Guildmaster from Cirque? Uh, you've never met the you've never met Guildmaster Alton. Um, you probably have met Lord Frederick at least once uh, when you were first like introduced when you were either when you were first introduced to Lumen or when you first became official. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, blonde lady is named um, Serafina and the other person is named uh, Gina Dean. So I'll, uh, I clear my throat and I'll uh, I'll say Gina Dean. Um. Uh, yeah. Well met. Oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> um. 
yeah, uh, it's it's been great uh, getting to know you. Um, are are you leaving? What what's uh? Hey, I'd like to invite the both of you to uh, get together. I'm putting together tomorrow in that uh, plot by the park where I uh, put a, a a red tile there. <laughs> And so that's like I've booked it. <laughs> anyway, you guys should you guys should join us. We'll have we'll have a little uh, outdoor pancake situation. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, when you say pancakes, her eyes just like widen immediately. Hell yeah. Yeah. I th- um, yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She looks at the, the seagull. The seagull looks at her and then they both look back at you. Yeah. And then, but Serafina, uh, when you when you mentioned the red tile, um, her eyes like furrow or her brow furrows in like sort of a worried look, and she says, "Um, uh, I did you get this approved? I, I mean, uh, oh boy, um, a- anything that's gonna happen in the town square, anything that's gonna happen with the island, you know that has to run through Mayor Chambers, right? Like you can't just do, you can't like." There are rules and regulations. Serafina, are you offering to introduce me to our fine mayor? Um, how would... Because I'd love to go with you. I, uh... If you'll have me. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, roll me a charisma check. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, terrible. Um, yeah, that's, uh... That's a nine. Uh, I will say um, we're going to go with uh, uh, Monster of the Week rules, which is um, she will uh, go along with what you have said if you give her a good reason. Uh, The reason is because I want to get to know her better. (laughs) I think she's she's the kind of woman that you can build a movement around. You know, I'm I'm not going to be here forever. I need somebody that can raise the church with me, you know, so I've got my eyes peeled. Okay, so we're, we're going to say that you have been like every time you have come to this office, you have been uh, very like very friendly with these people, built up a rapport and um, and like, yeah, you have a good rapport with these folks. Uh, so she she's like, listen, um, I I can't leave right now, uh, but. If you come by the office um, either during my lunch break or maybe after work at like five or six, uh, I could take you over to Mayor Chambers' house and uh, introduce you to. That would be such a gift, my lady. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 it would. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've had a wonderful time here today, Gina Dean, Serafina. <laughs> thank you so much. Th- thank you. And then I and then I depart smiling and shaking hands if there's other people in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you uh, as you, you exit, a, um, a halfling woman walks in and, and just sort of like passes you. You give her a little head nod um, as she, mm-hmm. she walks over. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll just uh, we'll just skip on ahead. So. Uh, do you do you go um, go back and meet Serafina at lunchtime or do you wait until after she gets off work after she gets off work? OK, 
Um, so you go back, uh, and it's it's six o'clock. Um, you hear uh, cicadas buzzing in the air. Um, there's a nice, warm, uh, salty breeze um, through the air. Uh, the I'm holding a uh, a bouquet of wildflowers that I picked. Oh boy! Oh boy! And I'm wearing a, like just... I'm wearing um, a hat I used to wear back when I was a soldier that looks kind of jaunty. Ah, oh, you are just turning up the charm here. Um, yeah, so, uh, so let, let me, can I, can I ask you something, uh, real quick? Mm-hmm. Is, is he, okay, so, question for, for, uh, Amar. Mm-hmm. Is he turning up the charm because he is interested in Serafina? Because he just doesn't know how to turn it off? off the charm or because he is specifically misleading her into helping him. No, this is an organizing technique in which you find somebody that that's into your vibe. And then so, and so I'm just fully present. And then I, if she wants to share more, I'll share more, you know, it's a, it's a give and take or a, it's a, you coming to a, a, a nice agreement situation. Doesn't know how to turn it off. And if she's into me and I'm into her, like, whatever, that's that's fine, too. <laughs> very good. Very good. I like it. But that's not part of the job. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like I'm a spy or something. No, no, no. no. Um, but anyway, so you uh, you roll up. Um, it is uh, late in the evening. And um, oh, I left my horse at wherever I'm staying. I tried to find like the the cheapest situation, like maybe even renting a room at somebody's house gotcha. like outside of town whatever uh let's say that you're you're rooming in uh in salty sims like upstairs they have like or behind their behind their shop they have like uh, a couple rooms and you are um hanging out in one of those rooms heck yeah heck yeah um yeah because uh you could stay at the sultan cb company they have an inn but like it's it's pricey mm-hmm yeah, so you you roll up and uh, you open the door and you just see um, Serafina come out in her um, postal u- uh, uniform and she looks at your bouquet of flowers and is like, huh, um, oh, oh, I wasn't I wasn't expecting. Um, she- Can I roll an insight check to see if she's like weirded out or whatever? Yeah, go for it. OK, I got a I got a 17. She is, um, she is not used to this sort of attention. She is not displeased. Oh, sweet. Okay. Like she, she doesn't know, like, like, like you haven't, you haven't been like in all of your interactions, you've been polite. Uh, you know, like you've. My backup plan, if she thought I was hitting on her was to be like, oh, I got these for the mayor. (laughs) Very good. Yeah. Um. No. Uh, so she just sort of walks along and is like walking very uh, like ha- has a respectable distance from you. Ha- leaves a little room for, for Lumen uh, <laughs> between you two. Uh, but yeah, I really love that's one of my favorite hymns is leave three feet for Lumen. <laughs> yeah. So um, so you guys walk away from downtown and you start walking through you know once again these these trees um with just this ringlets of spanish moss um falling down from the branches 
Uh, do you know what Spanish moss is? I don't know how common of a thing that is. Yeah, it's it's like hangy. It like it gets really long. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know, you know. <laughs> uh, Heck yeah! So you um, you guys are walking through there, and uh, as you're going, um, she is uh, Serafina is pointing out a few different um, very like there's there's these houses that are. Um, some of them, uh, most of them have like large porches around them. Some of them with like blue, blue roofs above the porches um, or blue ceilings, I should say. There are some that are made of uh, like sort of an older style, but there's some that are clearly uh, new, new constructions. Um, and all of them are, are very like very nicely built. She's just pointing out like, oh, this is owned by this person. This is owned by this person. This is owned by this blah, 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 blah. Um, as you're going, you sort of leave that that more well built up, that more uh, rich area, and um, you there's a little bit of a gap, a little bit of a, a long longer road, and you walk up to a much uh, much more modest home, and uh, here is where we will find our uh, mayor chambers. Um, yeah, so uh, if you want to go in, uh, if you want to, like, knock, I guess, should I knock on the, the door and introduce you to, how would you like this to go? Uh, oh, well, I'll, I'm, like, kind of shuffling with the flowers, and I, I'm like, oh, do you think we should have brought some wine? Oh. oh, shoot. And then I hand her the flowers, and then I knock on the nice. door. Nice. Uh, so, uh. And then I take them back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, and then I give them back to her, because that's yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. It's real awkward. Oh man! Um, so uh, so uh, there's a moment of like uh, shuffling, um, and then a um, door opens, or the door a door opens, a door in the back opens, and then you hear, "Oh shit! I did it again!" No, uh, door opens um, in front of you, and a um, older woman, uh, maybe 50, 50 or sixty, that sort of age range, human woman. Um, with graying hair, uh, but a very like upright, very good posture, uh, stands and, and looks uh, looks out over you, both of you. Serafina says, um, "Hello, uh, uh, Winnie. Um, this is uh, my my new friend, uh, 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 brother Amar. Brother, is that what I brother? Brother, brother. yep, yep, brother. I reach out my hand to like shake hands." Mayor, uh, Mayor Chambers, Mayor Winnie Chambers. She reaches out her hand, grasps yours, uh, very firm grip, and um, shakes your hand and says, "Oh, brother, brother Amar, I think that I've heard something about you." I'm, I'm still shaking her hand and I'm giving her the look like that's a very firm grip <laughs> kind of thing. Very good. Um, well, what brings you here today, brother Amar, and? Uh, and Mrs. Serafina, or Miss Serafina. Winnie? Uh, can I call you Winnie? Let's stick with Mayor Chambers for now. Don't want to get a little too familiar yet. That, that makes perfect sense, Mayor. Uh, you've worked hard to be a good mayor, so... Yes, I have. That makes, that makes sense. So, here's the thing, Mayor, and I'll, like, move to sit at a chair. Oh, um... Would you would you prefer to sit outside on the porch? We've got all these rocking, or would you prefer to come into uh, the 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 drawing room? Uh, wherever I can sit, I've been on my feet all day, uh, you know, delivering the good word and whatnot. Uh, she she walks you um, into the drawing room, and 
motions towards uh, a couple of chairs. There's there's two. There's like a, basically a love seat uh, and Serafina sits down and then you also sit down and there's just like it's it's fairly close. Um, and she's like, would either of you like a drink, a mojito? <laughs> Uh, would you like um, a mint julep, uh, a uh, sweet tea, water, anything like that? Uh, well, Mayor Chambers, um, surprise me. Something you think represents you or your your work as a mayor. All right, I think I can do that. Um, I, I assume that you know Serafina. She walked me right over here, so... Yes, uh, Serafina has been uh, doing my mail quite ably for quite a long time. Uh, we we all have a, a deep abiding love for Serafina on this, on this here island. Uh, hope you, uh... Hope you, uh... She, she glances at the, the very brief, like, small distance between you two, and Serafina, like, kind of, like, sits upright a little bit more, like, gets... Creates a, a little bit of proper distance. She's like, I hope, uh, hope you, uh, <laughs> three feet from me. <laughs> um, I hope you, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and, uh, and get that, get those drinks. She steps away and you hear some sort of clinking. Um, you look around the, do you, do you do anything like, while you're, you're waiting? Uh, I whisper to Serafina, I say, uh, this, this feels awkward. Did, does it seem awkward to you? That really does seem seem uh, kind of awkward. I'm sorry. I, listen, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, a little awkward. Uh, yeah, she seems a little. She seems a little more on edge than I usually see her as. I was gonna say exactly yeah. that. A little on edge, perhaps. Yeah, she didn't seem to like you that much when you walked up. I don't know why that would. I mean, everybody. I mean, pe- people have liked you. I don't I, listen. I, I like. I don't feel like I'm speaking out of turn when I say that people have seemed to enjoy your presence here. Um, yeah. Well, there's no use in speculating. We'll we'll see what she shows us. Shows us, uh, you and I. Uh, so a few minutes later, um, you're, you're hearing like clinking and stuff uh, from the other room, and a few minutes later, you um, see. You see Mayor Chambers walk back into the room uh, with a tray that has three brown glasses on it, as well as three empty glasses um, with a big, big old pitcher of water next to it. And she sets it down on a table sort of off to the side of the love seat you're on. And she sits down in an armchair um, a little bit off to the, you know, on the opposite side of that table. This here is a special cocktail of my own own making um you'll notice uh, a a fine fine a fine whiskey with a bit of uh a bit of the honey from this uh sultan cb company around the rim with a little bit of salt mixed in for uh, for flavor salted honey that's salted honey that's an amazing notion i i don't think i've ever even thought to try uh, it there's also a a uh, a sort of crisp uh, green apple um, slice pressed onto the edge of the, the glass. I'm definitely going to have to try this. You see Serafina out of the corner of your eye, like picking it up and nursing it. Uh, <laughs> Mayor Chambers uh, looks at you as she picks up her glass and just takes like one of those like kind of almost fake sips where you can't quite tell if she actually drank anything. Mm-hmm. And she says, now, now tell me, Mr. Um, Amos, was it Amos? Amar, Amar, Amar? Pardema, oh. defender of the faith. 
Mr. Parma, um, can you tell me, please, what brings you to this here town? I heard through the light of Lumen's prophecy that the people of this island are looking for answers. Truths that haven't yet been delivered. And every truth requires a messenger. So they sent me. Uh, she lifts up her hand. She says, let, let me stop you right there, um, my dear friend. Bless your heart. I think that uh, we don't need messengers here on St. Simone's. Uh, we need financials. We need tourism, we need business, we need trade, we need all sorts of development, we need lots of good things. We don't need... We don't need a, a, a some back alley reverend. Uh, she says that with like a smile on her face. I the vein on my forehead is just going. You feel like the tension is like Serafina like realize like what she is sitting in on right now. We don't need. I start to stand up. Uh -huh. I, I get like halfway through a stand out of the couch. As you are doing that, she's like leaning back. I say, Madam Mayor. Yes, ma'am. I'm not here to serve you. I'm here to serve Lumen and the people of this land. This land is in trouble. And if you're not going to help these people, I will. And I walk out. Oh, no. oh good. Okay. Or I start to, and I take a big swig of my drink and I set it down on something. Uh, you hear her um, as you're walking out, you hear her turn to uh, Serafina and say, well, uh, that went as about as well as I could have expected for someone of his ilk. Very, very helpful. Thank you for the introduction. Good day. <laughs> and, uh, man, I'm trying to... Are there sad horns <laughs> as you zoom in on Serafina's face? Yeah, uh... <laughs> she is, like, not, not, was not prepared for all of this. So as as this is happening, um, I think I think we're going to end there, but I'm going to do like one little post scene. Love it. We see a man in a, a green cloak with a sunburst symbol on his on his chest, walking out of uh, walking angrily out of a small, humble home on the island of St. Simone. After a few steps down the porch and down the path, a woman in a postal uniform starts jogging after him. As soon as she like came around mm -hmm. and he and he realized that he forgot her, he's turning around. And when he sees her, he's like walking towards her and apologizing. Yeah. The camera zooms out. Um, we're just going to do a little bit of uh, cinematography right here. Um, zooms out. Uh, of the forest and and then tracks through uh, the treetops goes to the edge of the island not overlooking uh, not overlooking the um, Salton Sea but instead looking out across the marsh and to the mainland you see a long boardwalk like bridge cutting across the marsh zigzagging through and on that bridge, you see a small group of travelers. Some of them carrying clubs, some wearing robes, um, some on horseback, and some 
walking. The lead of the this group of travelers, you see a, a man wearing a purple cloak, and he turns and looks at his companions and pulls down his hood. The setting sun reflects off of the exposed skull that is revealed as the hood falls. And uh, that's where we're going to end today. Gross. (laughs) All right, man. Uh, so, uh... You're going down, Skeletor. <laughs> uh, nice. My dude has a short fuse, it turns out. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, this has been fun. This has been a good time. I, I, I'm, I'm so glad to finally have you on, man. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Nice. Uh, so, um, do you want to, uh, before we, we head out, um, do you want to plug anything? Heck yeah. Uh, go to warforthetower.com and listen to, we got six backstory episodes on there to, uh, I guess we're calling them chapters. Um, so, so you find those there. Everything is awesome is, uh, we're wrapping up our Game of Thrones recap chats, which have been a little disheartening for me as we wind down. Um, But I'll get through it. I'll survive. I'll make it. I'm on season six right now, so I'm I still have I I still have hope, which is being shattered when I ever hear someone's uh, emotional reaction to the most recent season. I mean, it's only because it's so good that like people are disappointed. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's at the end of something. It's never as good as you want it to be. Especially if you're Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, that just hit me a little too real. Uh, uh, yeah, War for the Tower is an actual place that, uh, in the world of Stephen King's Dark Tower, it's super cool. We've got a we've got a wizard from Brooklyn. We've got a gunslinger. We got uh, who else? We got we got all kinds of cool things. We got a changeling man who's an orangutan. It's it's tons of fun. <laughs> so much good stuff, guys. Um, definitely check those out. Uh, I, there will be a link in the description. Uh, there might be a teaser after the end credits. Uh, so yeah, guys, thank you for for everybody. Um, this has been uh, Ty and your homeboy Jeff, and we're gonna pitter patter on out of here. Hell yaller! Hell yaller! Hell yaller! <laughs> Hell y'all! Hell <laughs> Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. It's a Shattered Worlds party (laughs) And the zombies are Ain't that true 
So that's a little song we did on Shattered Worlds RPG. I'm Jeff. I just wanted to take a little moment to thank Ty for all that he does. Ty, Eli, everybody else in the gang have made a wonderful, beautiful show. I've been listening from almost the very beginning, and it's better than ever. I'm so happy to have been on the show, and so thank you to all you listeners to all the guest hosts, and most especially to you, Ty. You're the best. Uh, and I'm going to add a couple of Shattered Worlds goofs here at the end because uh, I think it's very cool. <laughs> what would Riker do if he only had stools? Helmet butter is the best kind. You know, there's probably a website for that for like people that like to taste people's face skin sure i don't want to know that website <laughs> if you find it don't tell me so that's a little bit of what we do uh thanks ty thanks side character quest and please come listen to us we're on all your podcatchers or at shatteredworlds.libsyn.com peace it's a Shattered Worlds party. <laughs> and the zombies are. Ain't that walking. true? It's in space, too. <laughs> this is going to get cut and put in the bloopers. All those problems I was running into on the internet. Yeah last week are because of this stupid arm I got and it well not was all it the like problems, creaking but, but it was creaking oh. and I didn't it was the first time I'd ever used it oh. so I didn't realize that was a thing anyway now I do most of my noisy shit away from the mics that's that's very good very good another thing that's probably not going to actually get into the show proper but <laughs> but will be included in the the bloopers maybe um you guys like sound talk you guys, you guys like uh like audio discussions discussions of of uh bit bit gaps bit gaps bit, 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 blah, 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 blah. um yeah so uh <laughs> Blah ba doop doo doop doo doop doo ba doop doo doop. Did I go deaf suddenly? What's happening? It's the Telltale Troubles shooting song. I like to sing it when things go wrong. It's the Telltale Troubles shooting song. Oh, I hear a beep. <laughs> <laughs>